0: Hello and welcome to Cavalcade of America from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Starring Robert Cummings as Adam Collier in The Reluctant Rebel, presented by the United States Armed Forces Radio Service.
2: American colonies of His Majesty King George III, 1774. A young American named Adam Corlear comes home from Oxford in England to Albany in the province of New York to meet with his attorney in the settlement of his father's estate. Well, Adam, those are the terms of your father's will. He's left everything to you, including a thousand acres up near Lake Champlain.
0: Lake Champlain, eh?
2: Yes. Mr. Duane, I have a great curiosity, sir. I want to see what that property is like. I'll tell you what it's like. It's wilderness land, inhabited by a mob of free-booting poachers and villains. They've stolen a huge tract up there, of which I and uh, now you are part owners, my boy.
0: And what are we supposed to do, sir? Just let them take it, if the land really belongs to us? It does,
2: Adam, it does indeed. Governor Tryon of New York says it does. He's positive it lies within the boundary of this province... And not in the New Hampshire Grants, as those blackguards maintain.
0: Well, of course, His Excellency could be wrong. He has been before, you know. What? Mr. Duane, why don't I go up there and sort of, well, uh, talk to these people? You?
2: No, my boy. I have agents there now.
0: You mean there'll be evictions and bloodshed?
2: I mean it is my intention to show this rabble I can meet force with
0: force. No, Mr. Duane. As owner of some of that land, I'm against it. I'm against Americans killing each other for any reason whatsoever. Mr. Duane, I'm going up there tomorrow. I warn you, Adam. Yes, sir.
2: All right, all right. Now, where do these freebooting gentlemen usually congregate? At the Catamount Tavern in Bennington. You may also meet there a certain Mr. Benjamin Buck. He is my chief agent in that area. Benjamin Buck. I'll remember that. And if you're unfortunate enough to meet up with the bloodthirsty leader of the Green Mountain Boys, i tremble for your safety. But who is that, sir? I refer to that hot-headed, power-drunk land thief. And first cousin to the devil himself. Well, who is he, Mr. Duane? Is he known by name? He is indeed. His name is Ethan Allen.
0: Yes. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon. What is it? Uh, Can you tell me, is this the road to Bennington Town? It could be. How far would you say it is?
3: Not too far.
0: Oh. Uh, Tell me, is there an inn there called the Catamount Tavern or some such?
3: There might be. How far is that? No further than the top.
0: Oh. Well, uh, thank you very kindly for all this information. I don't know what I would have done without it.
3: You're welcome.
0: Oh, just a moment. Yes? Uh, Just one more question. May I ask your name?
3: Delight Royden. Why?
0: Oh, nothing. Only Miss Delight, I presume.
3: Yes. I live here with my brother. My brother is over six feet tall and dislikes it very much when strangers ask me questions.
0: He does. Did you suppose he'd mind if I came in and rested a bit? I've had a long, hard ride Did you?
3: Where from and where to?
0: And I might add, I never expected to find anyone quite as beautiful as you in the middle of this wilderness.
3: Oh, you didn't?
0: No, never. May I come in now?
3: No, you may not.
0: Oh. Well, in that case, then, perhaps I'd better be going. Of course. Yes.
3: You can have a seat on this stone if you like. Nobody could stop you from that. (laughs)
0: Thank you.
3: I, uh, I guess if you're thirsty, I could get you a glass of water. No, thank
0: you, ma'am. I'd rather die of thirst than to have you leave me to fetch it.
3: Oh, really, would you? I mean, would you like a cushion? I, I, I... Mean... Delight, Ryden. who are you talking to out there? Oh, uh, nobody. Nobody at all. Oh, dear, that's Mrs. Delaplace. She's visiting us from Ticonderoga. Well, so you're talking to nobody, eh? Delight, my dear child, I don't think your brother would like you talking to strangers. Oh, but Mrs. Delaplace, this gentleman is no. Uh, she I, means
0: I mean, I'm no stranger, ma'am. As a matter of fact, I'm an old friend of the family. Yes, that's it, uh, isn't it? Delight.
3: Well, I—I I mean yes, yes, yeah, yes. He is oh, very well. Then present me, dear. Oh, Mrs. Delaplace, I would like you to meet, ah, uh, Mister. Oh, not Mister. Uh, Corley. Oh no,
0: not to Mrs. Delaplace whom I've heard you speak of so often. I'd like her to call me Adam just as you always do, dear.
3: Indeed. Uh, Mr. Cordier, I've been a visitor here in this house for the past three weeks, and not once have I heard her mention... Well, oh, she's shy,
0: madam. The close-mouth kind always has been. Why, I'll bet she's never even mentioned that she and I were... Well, I, I, I may as well tell you, uh, confidential, of course.
3: Tell me what? Yes, tell her what?
0: Well, about us. I mean, well, of course, we're not exactly engaged yet.
3: Engaged? Engaged!
0: Y- y- yes, well, uh, good afternoon, uh, Mrs. delaplace and... Goodbye, delight, darling.
4: So you're Mr. Corney, ah, and you're a friend of Mr. Duane's. How do I know that?
0: Oh, well, I guess you'll just have to take my word for it, Mr. Buck. Mr. Duane asked me to look for you here at the Catamount Tavern.
4: He did, huh? What for?
0: Well, he uh, said that you were one of his chief agents.
4: For the love it. Those men standing at the bar ever heard you?
0: (laughs) Mr. Buck, uh, who are those men?
4: Them? Some of the Green Mountain boys, Mr. Crowley. There's hundreds of them in this part of the country. Hundreds of skulking, ambushing rascals who just... Stand
2: Lord, where in thunder is Colonel Allen anyhow? He's late. He ain't late. You fellas are early. You know the meeting can't start until the colonel gets here. Of course it can Well, we might as well go upstairs. Yeah. Landlord, when Colonel Allen arrives, tell him we're awaiting his presence in the council chamber. All right, men, <laughs> up we go. We go. <laughs>
4: Thank goodness they're gone. Now, Mr. Corlear, assuming you are a friend of Mr. Duane's, what can I do for you?
0: Well, actually nothing, sir. I've um, come up here to Bennington to have a look around and to uh, talk to these people.
4: Talk to them? Why, you'd be taking your life in your hands just to let them know who you are. If they even suspected my affiliations with Mr. Duane, why... (laughs) But I'm too smart for them. Yes, sir. Mister Benjamin Buck is just a mite too clever.
2: Greetings. What? Greetings, one and all. Quiet. <laughs> I'm going to take out of the colonel's particular to warm up my toes. Here, you are, ah. Colonel, all ready and waiting for you. Ah. Colonel,
0: is that Ethan Allen? It is. Ah. Be careful.
4: Well,
2: in the name of Beelzebub, is everybody? I'm a man who doesn't like to drink alone. They're upstairs, Colonel, in the council chamber, awaiting your presence. Let them wait. Oh set up two more of the colonel's particular for these gentlemen over in the corner. Said... Good evening, friends. Permit me to introduce myself. Colonel Ethan Allen of the Green Mountain Boys.
0: Adam Corlier, colonel at your service.
2: Welcome, sir. Welcome to Bennington. And I trust your visit will be a short one. <laughs> ah, you, sir. I believe I've observed your moldering carcass in this establishment before.
4: Uh, yes, Colonel Buck. Uh, Benjamin Buck's at your service. Colonel. Not
2: at my service, Mr. Buck. Not at my service at all. Mr. Buck, I've known for some time now that you are a
4: spy. A spy? Colonel, you must be under some misapprehension. I And
2: think. a liar to boot. Mr. Buck, I'd like you to go back to your employer and convey a little message. But, Colonel,
4: I assure You'll you tell that... tell
2: this sneaking, petty, pilfering, money-grubbing Mr. Duane in Albany that the next person he sends up here will be hanged to the highest tree in the province. And I'll send him his tolls for Christmas. Now get out of this tap room. Get out! Get out, I said. I'm going, Colonel, I'm going. Now, <laughs> well, Mr. Corlea, you and I can have a little chat. Mind if I sit down? Good. Now, what brings you to Bennington, sir?
0: You mean where to and where from?
2: There, <laughs> yeah, you've caught on to our vernacular, sir. I trust you're equally sympathetic to our politics.
0: Well, I don't know, Colonel. I have what you might call an open mind on the subject.
2: Good. And well, I'll just sit here and do what I can to close it for you. Now, you see, Adam, my boy, it's like this. We up here... <laughs> boy, this land up here is not located in the Crown Colony of New York at all. It's part of what's known as the New Hampshire Grants. But whoever sold it to Duane and those others in New York had no right to do so. But wait a minute, Colonel. Governor Tryon
0: of New York says that the land is in New York.
2: And Governor Wentworth of New Hampshire says it's in New Hampshire. Ha! Between you and me, they're both scoundrels.
0: Colonel, I don't believe it's a question of land alone that has agitated you people up here. Exactly what is it you want?
2: Adam, we hold that a man's property is his, as his wife is his, and his children are his. We further maintain that it must not be by the will of a governor, but the will of the governed, whereby this people shall be ruled. Colonel! Allen,
4: Colonel
2: What is it, landlord? And look! Look out the window behind you, quick! What? What are you... Great something, Jerusalem! What do you see, Colonel? What is it? Flames! I see great, roaring clouds of... Colonel Allen! Colonel Allen, Olin what is it, boy? Come quick, the house. They've set fire to it. Stuane's met. What, another one? Great gods of the mountains! This makes the third. Baker, Cochran, all of you upstairs, come down here. Here, yes, Adam, you come along with us. What I'm going to show you tonight will do more to convince you than if I was to talk political philosophy till doomsday. <laughs> the field timbers timber. It took my pa three years to build that house. He cut every timber and moved each stone with his own hands. My sister Delight was born in that house. Where is she, Mr. Royden, your sister? I don't see her. Over there at the spring house with Mrs. Della Place. When she saw Duane's men setting fire to the house, she got kind of took with hysterics. <laughs> oh,
3: Delight,
5: Delight, you mustn't.
3: Poor child, she's dead. I'm
2: taking her back with me and where I should be safe. To under broken. My husband's a British commandant. Well, Adam, now you've seen the handiwork of that son of Bob Duane. What do you say now?
0: Colonel, I say that no man has the right to burn down another man's house. I say that liberty and freedom can never exist without order and due process of law. And I'm against any man, no matter who he be, taking the law into his own hands. Does
2: that mean you made up your mind, boy? You're joining up with us rebels? Yes, Colonel, I've made up my mind. I'm joining you. Adam Corlier a young resident of the Crown Colony of New York has finally made the decision to join Ethan Allen and his Green Mountain boys in their struggle for liberty and freedom. Adam, I've got another job for you.
0: All right, Colonel, what is it?
2: You ever been up to Fort Ticonderoga?
0: Oh, well, no, I haven't, sir, but I'd like to go. You would? Why? <laughs> well, Colonel, there's a young lady up there. Delight Royden.
2: Oh, yes, yes, so she is. I'd forgot. Well, you better go up and get her out. Get her out? Yes. First, I want you to take a look at the fort itself. I'll say you're a traveler who's lost his way. Ask for lodging for the night. Find out how well the fort is manned, the condition of the guns, etc., etc. Well, yes, sir, but for, for what purpose? I. Adam, there's a strange, uneasy wind blowing in the colonies these days. You feel it up here in the Grants, and all the way south to Virginia. It's a powerful wind, my boy, with a curious, echoing sound, like men's voices, all singing the same tune. The name of that tune, Adam, is liberty, freedom, freedom to live like human beings in a state of equality, freedom to carve out our own nation, ourselves, in this wilderness.
0: Aye. I've been hearing that tune a lot lately.
2: You'll hear more of it, boy. Something's going to bust loose soon. And when it does, well, we need Fort Ticonderoga. Let me understand you, Colonel. Is this some plan for the future? No, Adam, no. No, if conditions are right, you'll tell us with that signal. I propose to move immediately to storm Ticonderoga. Immediately? And I'm to give you the signal and get Miss Royden out before... Exactly. Now the signal will be three shots. Three shots fired as fast as you can load. You got a pistol? Yes, sir. We'll be waiting in boats on the lake below the fort at dusk tomorrow. Now remember, three shots and we attack. Yes, sir. Now I suggest you get moving, boy. (laughs) <laughs>
0: so you're one of the soldiers attached to the fort over yonder, eh, Mr. Grant?
2: Uh, that I am, Mr. Corlier. Fort Ticonderoga. And lucky I was to meet you here in this alehouse. I drink your health again, sir, <laughs> at your expense.
0: Your health, Mr. Grant. Thank you. <laughs> now, about that lodging for the night.
2: Oh, that. All you got to do is find an empty cot and flop down in it. They're kind of slack about things at the
4: fort, sir. Well, they are, I eh? Mean. Aye, sir. You wouldn't believe it, some of the things I could tell you? Rusty cannon, whole place under man. Oh,
2: come
0: now. They can't be as bad as all that.
2: Is that so? Why, things are so bad. Governor Tryon, he sent an emissary up here from New York to investigate. Arrived this morning, he did. You don't say? Captain Della place and his missus, uh, he's a commandant. They're away visiting relation. Oh, they are. Uh, tell me, did Delight Royden, did she go with them? Why, no, she didn't. She... Now, how the devil did you know she's up here at the fort? Well, I i mean... I... Yeah?
1: Mr. Grant, I, I... I'm going to be frank with you. Miss Delight Royden is my uh, fiance. Know what I mean? She
5: is? You mean she's your... Exactly. And you came all the way up here to...
1: <laughs> well, you know what? Love does to a man, Mr. Grant. I'll bet you've been through it uh, dozens of times, eh? Me? Oh, oh sure, <laughs> sure.
5: <laughs>
1: now, all I want to do is to see her. I must see her today. Now, Mr. Grant, as one man to another, do you think you can arrange it? <laughs> As one man to another, Mr.
5: Corleer, I can. You just meet me at five this afternoon when I'm on duty. You'll see her, all right.
2: Riden. Miss Royden.
3: Oh, yes, Mr. Grant. What is it?
5: I've got something to tell you. Your fiance is here. My who? Your fiancé.
1: Here he is. Delight, darling.
5: Why, it's Mr. Corley. Oh,
1: darling, it's wonderful to see you again. Come into my arms.
3: But, Mr. Corlea... I Why, do as I tell you.
1: There, there, that's my sweet delight. Ah, it's wonderful to feel you close to me again, dearest.
3: It... Yes. Yes, it's
1: been so long, so long.
3: It has.
1: Kiss me, kiss me, my darling.
3: No, I won't. I have no intention, Mister Corleone. Oh. Oh.
5: Well, I guess I'll leave you to love birds alone. Watch out for the lieutenant. He's showing that New York emissary around the fort. Well, so long, and uh, enjoy yourselves. And now, Mister
3: Corleone, perhaps you'll kindly inform me what is the meaning of this. There's no
1: time for explanations. For reasons I cannot divulge, you've got to leave right here with me now.
3: What reasons? I don't but one (laughs) step. Wait a minute! Someone's coming.
2: Come over behind this cannon, quickly.
1: Forget about it. I trust you'll be turning in a favorable report to your superiors in New York, Mr. Buck.
2: I'll tell them what I've seen, Lieutenant. Undermanned garrison, rusty cannon. Oh, come. Yeah, look at this one over here. I'll wager it hasn't fired a shot since... Wait a minute, Lieutenant. Don't move. No. Huh? Do you see what I see? I do, Mr. Buck.
1: Come out, you. Come out, I said, or I'll... All right, Lieutenant. All right. It uh, won't be necessary to shoot us. Well, greetings, Mister Buck.
2: Well, if it isn't Mister Adam Corley. Miss Royden, what is this man doing up here? He came to pay
3: me a visit, Lieutenant. He's my uh, fiance.
4: Nothing of the kind, Lieutenant. He's a former gentleman from New York who's taken up with Allen's renegades. Probably
2: come up here to spy.
1: A spy, eh?
2: Yes. Search this man. See if he's armed. A pleasure.
1: He's armed, all right, with a pistol.
2: God! God! Where the devil are you? Most likely he's in the barracks room getting drunk. Lieutenant, if this is the kind of I'll discipline... I'll get
1: him up here if I have to. Yeah, take this pistol. Watch the prisoner, I'll get him. God! God, come up here!
4: Well, Mr. Corlear, we've been hearing of your exploits. So has Governor Triant. We'll be turning you over to him presently. That is, when we're through with you up here.
1: You're not uh, through with me yet, Mr.
2: Buck. Look out, Delight. Yes. Call, it. Call it. take your hands off me. Let me go. Delight, he dropped the pistol. Get it. I. I. No, can't you get
3: it. don't. Oh. We kicked it over the parapet.
1: All right, Mr. Buck. This will put you out of business for a while.
3: Oh, look. The lieutenant. He's coming back with three men.
1: Delight, quick. In here, behind this gun emplacement. Are you all right?
3: Yes, yes, I'm all right, but.
1: Good, now but keep I... your head down. Don't ask questions. i got to think.
3: Think about what?
1: The signal. I've got to give a signal to Colonel Allen. Three shots.
3: Oh, but you can't. You have no pistol.
1: Yes, that's just it. Wait, I know. I'll have to make them give it for me.
3: Yes, but how?
1: By showing myself, don't you understand? That Lieutenant and his men, they've got to see me to shoot at me. Shoot
3: at you? Oh, no, no, I won't let
1: you. Stop holding on. Stop it. I've got to. No, no, you, you no, can Delight, there's no time. They must see me, Dickie. Here, let me. Oh, there. Now stay where you are
3: You're going to be killed, I know
1: Not if I can help it but... Well, here goes there he is.
3: Over there. Over there. Mm-hmm.
1: They see me, they see me what are you for? You Here it comes Delight, keep your head down One, two Come on Come on, one more, only one more
3: Adam oh. Adam, are you...
1: I- I'm all right
3: Adam, Adam, do
1: you hear? It's Ethan Allen, he's coming Ethan Allen, coming up to the stockade.
2: In the name of the great Jehovah, and the continental congress, and of the Green Mountain Boys, I hereby take over this Fort Ticonderoga. <laughs>
1: Delighted. Delighted. Did you hear what he said.
3: Yes, Adam. I heard.
1: This means more than Ticonderoga. And that's not just one man's voice you heard. It was thousands, from here to Virginia. All singing the same tune, just as Ethan said. And the name of that tune is Freedom. Freedom to live like human beings in a state of equality. Freedom to carve out our own nation, ourselves. this will be. Then we were born and free! Rebel, starring Robert Cummings. This was another program in the series, This is the Story, brought to you through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.